This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Ed Egros and Joe Ostrowski with you. Uh, when it comes to Notre Dame, Joe, uh, we'll have Michael Felder on in just a bit. But when it comes to Notre Dame, uh, Sam Hartman's Heisman odds uh, got way shorter than they did uh, after just one performance against Navy, uh, which seems a little preposterous to me. Uh, but at the same time, you know, there is a lot to like about Notre Dame, both offensively and defensively, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm looking forward to talking to Felder because he he wrote up about how just Notre Dame really put him in a position to succeed. And they did that kind of a soft landing for the first game with, with all eyeballs on this one. Uh, d- did you think it was unjustified? Because honestly, I I saw it get 20 inside of 20 throughout much of the offseason there's a lot, lot of noise around him. Like right now, if you take a look, Sam Hartman is the sixth favorite right after Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, uh, Quinn Ewers, Jordan Travis, Klubnik, and then there's Hartman. So I, I think it's interesting uh, to have that conversation of whether he should be six or not. But yeah, I mean, there's certainly nothing to complain about. Just a continuation <laughs> of Hartman's college career in game one uh, for South Bend. It does check all the boxes when it comes to, okay, is Notre Dame a contender for the college football playoff? Quite possibly now, which means Hartman should be in consideration. How did he look? Well, he definitely has a highlight reel. So as far as those, you know, unofficial sort of factors we look for, all the boxes that got checked. So in that respect, it makes sense. Uh, But the the moving, I think that's the part that I had a, a big problem with. So Uh, Anyway, joining us now to preview the upcoming college football season is Michael Felder. Follow him on X at In the Bleachers. Subscribe to his substack, It's Felder. So, Michael, what do you think about Notre Dame? What did we learn after just a one-game sample size? I I love the – oh, goodness, I forgot to put my mic on. Oh, my goodness. Um, I love the fact that they were able to push the ball down the field. I I think six times they threw the ball past the 15, past the 20 20, – 20 uh, past 20 yards and he threw it to wide receivers. I think that's huge to um, to note because remember Michael Mayer was their best receiver over the course of time. But when you're t- when you're a tight end, where you get the ball is a lot different than where a guy like Sam Hartman, who had multiple thousand yard receivers, he's putting the ball for them 25, 30 yards down the field. And we saw flashes of that. I know it's against Navy, but I don't care because for me, they could have just balled up their fist and beat Navy. But instead, they did stress themselves out by trying to push the ball and stretch the field. Okay. Uh, Michael, uh, we, got, we got to see uh, USC. Much of the country got to see USC over the weekend. Yeah. And uh, I, I checked out your newsletter, and I thought it was notable that y- you mentioned the defense left a lot to be desired. This is a team with a lot of hype. They're the favorite to win the Pac-12. They've got the Heisman favorite. Uh, can you expand on uh, your thoughts on USC's defense? 
Yeah, I mean, it's all about explosive plays. And they were terrible at it a year ago. Hang on a second. You know what? I'm going to do this for you guys because it's something that I already put in my notes and it's something that I already had for another show. So let me just go ahead. There's two things that I wanted to highlight. Okay, I got them here. So here's this is my really sloppy notebook. Nobody can read it. <laughs> but so in 2022, for in plays, opponent plays from scrimmage over 10 yards, they were 124th. What do we have? 133 teams a year ago, maybe? Uh, plays take. over 20. Plays over 20 yards, they were 121st in the country. Plays over 30 yards, they were 127th in the country. Plays over 40 yards, they were 115th in the country. So we go to this past weekend, San Jose State, USC. We have a we have a 22 yard. Michael, I think your audio is off. Yeah, we lost we, we lost uh, yeah. you... we saw the picture but we can't hear you now i have gotten muted so, we'll get back to okay him. yeah yeah we'll, we'll we'll get to back uh back to him uh while he's working on that um yeah it, certainly usc's defense uh leaves something to be desired and I, you know i hear these stats they matter a great deal and yeah, that has to be better in terms of avoiding explosive plays for USC to be uh, in contention for a college football playoff spot. Yet at the same time, because of Caleb Williams, you're going to see a lot of opposing offenses attempt a lot of deep balls. And that's also a, a big deal. Yeah, go ahead, Michael. Okay, yeah. yeah no, just Mike, you look at this. They, yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm back. Yeah, third and 22, you give up. Third and 22, if you're a defense, that's like your home zone. You're like, yes, we got this made in the shape. And they gave up a 28-yard scramble. You can't do that. And then with 10 seconds to go in the half, and then all of a sudden what happens? They give up a 25-yard touchdown pass? What? With 10 seconds to play in the half? Come on. Like, you can't do that. And so if they don't get these things fixed, and I, listen, I, there were seven games, 14 teams. They are in the bottom three in every one of those categories that I referenced before with respect to plays over 10, 20, 30, 40 yards. They're in the bottom three in all those. And if you don't fix that, you don't fix explosive plays. This is something I always say, guys. A touchdown is one play. A touchdown is one play. For a lot of teams, a touchdown is one play. Heck, for USC, a touchdown is one play, right? Like, all it takes is one play for the for, for Branch or even Caleb Williams to score. It doesn't matter. You don't need the extent, you don't need long drives to play. A touchdown can be one play. Michael Penix, touchdowns one play. He comes out, they lose two yards. Next thing you know, they pick up 75, and all of a sudden they're in the end zone. So if you don't stop explosive plays and make teams have to earn it, that's what good defenses do. And they are certainly not a good defense. I don't care about turnovers. Turnovers a lot of times are products of luck, um, especially when, when, when it comes to fumbles, the way the ball bounces, no one has any idea. It's completely unpredictable. Um, the other thing for me when I look at this is, look, if you look at Georgia, Georgia's a team that makes you play all three downs all the time to get there. So let's not even use Georgia, right? Let's not use Alabama. Those are kind of the hallmarks the best. Um, Michigan as well. Let's look at let's look at teams that we know USC has a higher talent level than Iowa, Wisconsin, uh, Kansas State, Utah. Those teams make you earn it. They don't just give it to you. And when you have all these explosive plays, that's just you giving it to the offense. I mean, give, giving it to the opposing team's offense. Would you argue this matters even more this year because of the running clock and because we are going to have fewer scrimmage plays in your run-of-the-mill college football game? And maybe a second part to this question is, if you do believe that, say, we're going to lose like three, four scrimmage plays per game, 
does that mean that we should be hunting for unders in week one? Yeah, I think unders are really are going to hit. Uh, one, it's week one, so nobody knows what to expect. Nobody, there's a bunch of teams out there that still like they say they've got a quarterback. They don't know if they have a quarterback. They don't know if they trust that quarterback. So there's that, which leads to a decline in production in terms of points and everything. Then you throw in the clock rules. I didn't think the clock rules made a ton of difference. Um, I went back and looked at last year's uh, games for a few teams and compared to this year's games, their starters, and I kind of looked at them on sliding scale. Obviously, Notre Dame playing Navy. Navy's a team that usually plays under in time. Um, they, they usually play a very a, a tighter, quicker football game. Uh, so that one, it's kind of an anomaly. USC, that game kind of fit right into the middle uh, of what they had been playing, uh, but it was a blowout. So what do you do? You got to look at teams that were kind of more equally matched and realistically, I looked at FIU and La Tech, a game that did come down basically to the wire. And by the way, terrible clock management from Mike McIntyre. I don't know how you call a timeout. You are, it is fourth down and you have a team with no timeouts, completely discombobulated. All you have to do is get a stop. And then you call a timeout for them to draw up the when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. called the timeout for them so the other team could get situated because you didn't like your defense. No, man, your defense has been doing well. Let them play. Uh, but back to that, that game kind of lined up pretty much. It was kind of right there in the middle, kind of that median number of uh, they had games over and games under uh, a season ago from a timing standpoint. We get another test of that, of what this clock rule, what this clock rule does. Um, but I'll tell you guys what, for me, I'm going to wait until we get in a heavy conference play before I kind of, judge this clock rule i love the rule in general i think that the game do t the games do take too long i think it does make coaches work a little bit harder uh to make sure they get those plays in especially not you can get like a free half timeout after first downs so i like that but i am gonna wait until we get into basically the reason i looked at that conference usa game was because i wanted to see more equal teams and how it affected them and i don't think it really did because they had some games that were above some games that were below from a season ago and so i think it's all going to depend on how run heavy you are. It's the same things that we've always said. It's going to depend on how run heavy you are and how many incompletions you have. If you have like that's, that's what we're going to be watching for. So this is going to be really interesting. Uh, we get right back to it. Five straight days of college football games coming up uh, Thursday. And the headliner, Utah, Florida, again. Uh, so we get Utah. Yes. Minus six and a half point favorites at home. Obviously a much different situation uh, with all the changes with Florida. What do you think about this matchup? I'm terrible. I'll be honest with you, man. Don't touch it. 
I seriously, unless you're unless you're looking at the under, I this game is terrifying to me. Have you have you looked at who's playing? I do you know who's going to play quarterback for Utah? Because <laughs> they're on their like they're on they're on their third string quarterback right now, and mm-hmm. that's terrifying. And then at Florida, you have Graham Mertz. You guys have seen Graham Mertz. He could show up one day and throw five touchdowns, and then the next day he could throw five interceptions. Right. So I just – this is one. The only thing I'm looking at is the under probably because under 45-5, that's a game that Utah – that means Utah's going to run the football. That means Florida's probably going to try to run the football as well. They like their running back room. And I don't think that they're going to score – like, again, the way that I look at it, uh, twenty. This, this to me, this is a twenty-four seventeen game. Matt hits what? That's under the number, right? Like that's under twenty-four seventeen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just that's the way that I view this one. I, I mean, it could be seventeen fourteen if we're being honest. Just the way Utah's defense plays and and the fact that they don't have a quarterback that they like, they're going to try. They might try to use these new clock rules to stretch this game out uh, to slow it down and really eat up that clock. And Florida, I, I still have no idea what to expect out of Graham Mertz. If you do composite rankings, Georgia's obviously number one in the country. Ohio State, Alabama, Michigan, LSU round out the top five. Does that overall list make sense to you? Is there a team outside of these five you would put in the top five or one you feel like can contend for a playoff spot? Read it, read it back to me. Read it back to me. You, got, you said Georgia? Yes. Georgia? Ohio State? Then Ohio State? Mm-hmm. Yep. Alabama? Mm-hmm. Michigan? LSU. Okay. Okay. I'm very curious to watch Michigan, honestly. Um, I wonder to see what they let J.J. McCarthy do. I think that Florida State and Clemson are probably right there on the outside uh, looking in, knocking on the door. And I'm fascinated uh, this year by Washington. Um, Hmm. They have all the offense in the world. I do need to see them tighten up defensively. But they have all the offense in the world to contend with, obviously, the likes of USC. Uh, the likes of Oregon with Bo Nix, who's another intriguing team. And I think Dan Lane is going to have that defense uh, ahead of schedule this season uh, after some some moments that I know he wasn't proud of a year ago. So I, I like that. I, I'm still not sold on USC for all the reasons that we already talked about on the show. Uh, you, you do have to, you have to bring some defense. And here's the thing. If you could take USC's offense and put it with Michigan's defense, that's a team I could get behind. But you can't do that. So – it's one of those things with Michigan, I don't trust the offense. And, and even though I know they got Blake Corm, who might end up being a Heisman guy, I, I love the idea that you just run the football, that don't sit well with me. And the fact that you don't stretch the field, that don't sit well with me. And so when I watch them play, they never – and this is the thing we started the show off with Notre Dame and the way Notre Dame is kind of pushing themselves out of their comfort zone. Michigan never really pushes out of their comfort zone. And then when you get into a game where you got to be uncomfortable, TCU game. Georgia game where you got to push the ball down the field. You got to make up yards. TCU had what, 13, 14 tackles for loss. So you're playing from behind the sticks. Guess what? You can't be throwing six yard passes to a running back or a screen behind the line of scrimmage. So if that's the things that I kind of look at, I, um, I do like Florida state. I think Drake may mm-hmm. probably the most talented quarterback in the ACC, probably going to be off the board in the top five in the NFL draft. But I think Jordan Travis is probably the best quarterback in the ACC. And by that, I mean he's a guy that knows his team, understands what he can do, and he's got talent around him. They got some guys in that wide receiver room. And, I mean, we could throw in Jared Verse, who's an absolute beast uh, on the defensive side of things, get to the quarterback. So I think Florida State's one. 
We're going to find out really early, though. We're going to find out. Is that Saturday? Yes. We'll find Sunday out night. Saturday. Sunday, Sunday night. night. There we go. Oh, they're the yeah. main. They're the main ones on the dance yeah. card. I, and I, it's let me tell you something. I'll be. I'm ready for week two. Not because week one isn't exciting, but there are so many games that are like jammed in, all just on one sheet, and you have to like look at the sheet and be like, "Is which day is this? Which day is this?" And so I'm excited because Sunday we got Northwestern and Rutgers early, but Oregon State and San Jose State are in the middle of the day, but they're the main dance card on Sunday night. LSU, Florida State, we're going to find out really quick. It's in Camping World, so I expect to see heavy Florida State, although LSU, man, do they show up. So this is going to be a fun one, and I love Jaden Daniels. Michael Felder, college football analyst. Follow him on X at In the Bleachers. Thank you so much for your time. We greatly appreciate it. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our final thoughts on college football national title contenders as we head into week one. That's right here on the BetQL Network.